compassionate mind, more sense of concern for others' well-being is a source of happiness, said by the Dalai Lama. Mental health can improve overall well-being and prevent other illnesses. And since mental health problems have a serious economic impact on vulnerable communities, making them a priority can save lives and markedly improve people's quality of life. Vikram Patel. Welcome back to the Mindfully Lifted podcast, an audio program where we dive into philosophy, wellness, and spirituality for the holistic-minded human. I'm your host, Kamala Celeste. I originally stated I was trying to put out one podcast a month for you guys, and it is March, and I only have one episode out, so I will be putting out two episodes this month. Before we get into today's discussion, I wanted to take a second to highlight a pretty big moment for this podcast, the biggest moment that this podcast has had so far, and that is the podcast app named the Mindfully Lifted Podcast, a best best spirituality spirituality podcast podcast for for 2020. 2020. You guys, just so random this was whenever I was Googling the podcast and this link came up and it was best spirituality podcast to listen to in 2020. And there it was. We were right there. The first few lines of the preview for the article. And I can't tell you how overjoyed I was just to know that people are listening to this. We are, I say we because It's not just me, I'm the one who's facilitating the discussions, but also it's all of you that make this community what it is. Every single listener, thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining me. Whether this is your first time listening or this is your sixth time listening because this is our sixth episode, thank you. Truly, truly, thank you guys so much. Without further ado, let's get into today's discussion on the topic of creating a better workday for your mental and physical well-being. When we're talking about creating a better workday, I think the number one place to start is to get clear on what you want your mental and physical well-being to look like, how that is incorporated into your workday currently. Are you working nine to five? Are you working overnight shifts? Are you working weird hours early in the morning, only on the weekends, things like that, and trying to be realistic about where your mental and physical health is currently and where you would like it to be. Because getting realistic about those things is going to help give you a very clear picture on things you might want to start implementing in order to get to your goal of where you would like your well-being to be. So the first thing that I would recommend to start with is to find a solid morning routine. I really believe that how you start your day is going to affect the way the rest of your day is going to go. And what I like to do in the morning is I will meditate even for 10 to 15 minutes Usually it is guided. Sometimes it's totally unguided and I kind of just sit with some frequency music in my thoughts. Or if I have a lot of thoughts going on and I really just can't quiet my mind, I almost always, either after I meditate or 
without meditating. I will write my morning pages, just my conscious stream of thoughts flowing in written form. I also recommend listening to some uplifting music because music has such a way of really transforming our mood. Whatever type of music you're into, I would pick something that makes you just kind of happy. You can sing along with it. You can dance along with it. Something like that can help to get some blood flow, get your body moving and ready to tackle the day and start interacting with people. But definitely start with a solid morning routine. And if you need some greater insight on what a solid morning routine might look like, be sure to listen to episode four, where I go over 11 habits for a positive and productive day. And I go into detail of each 11 items. So definitely getting clear on where you want your mental and physical well-being to be. That could also be sitting down to write what types of workouts do you love? What types do you hate? What types do you never want to do? What do you need more of mentally? Do you need more attention, more time to yourself? What do you need less of? What about your work? What about your job do you love to do? What should you try to do less of? And I also think whether you completely hate your job, you hate going every single day, or if you love the work you do and it is very fulfilling, but it keeps you very busy. Whichever situation you are in, I think it's really important to keep your mental and physical health at the top of your priority list because without being in good health, you cannot show up in your work fully. You can't show up fully for the people in your life who matter most. You don't have the capacity mentally or if you don't have the physical health, It affects every other part of your life. That's why taking care of yourself by making this a priority is so important um, because it starts with you first and is a ripple effect out into everything else in your life. Another thing I'd like to recommend is if improving nutrition is on your to-do list, I would plan your lunch. I would either pre-pack your lunch the night before or schedule in your morning to get up a little earlier and really take time to pack a lunch thoughtfully and putting nutritious things in there. Or if you are not a lunch packer, you like to go out to eat during the day, you like to just have somebody else make your food for you, whatever it is, I would definitely plan the place that you would like to either order food from or plan the place that you would like to go to because if you know ahead of time exactly what you're going to order, exactly where you want to go, you are less likely to make an impulsive decision when, say, your coworker comes with you and they're getting the fried green tomato appetizer and cheeseburger and fries it's a lot easier if you're like no you know what i already said that i was gonna get this so i'm just gonna stick with this versus if you don't have any type of idea it is so much easier to kind of just wing it and say oh well i mean you know i don't i don't know what i'm gonna get anyway so i might as well just get what my coworker is getting or i might as well just you know indulge anyway So definitely helps to have your lunch planned out. Something that I do is I bring a large water bottle to work with me every day. And I aim to fill that up two to three times 
If you're wondering the ounces on that, 32 ounces, 36, 37 ounces around that. But just bringing a water bottle, keeping it at your desk, and remembering to drink the water bottle. Little background story on me. I was a personal trainer at a gym, Pilates instructor, bar instructor, and a freelance fitness marketing professional. So I didn't really have an office. I didn't work at a desk every day, always moving around, moving from coffee shop to coffee shop in between clients to get my work done. So having a set place is very, very different for me. So I've had a lot of adjusting to make. And these are things that I would tell my clients, bring a water bottle, pack your lunch, And now I am seeing firsthand the actual struggle of maybe refilling your water or drinking your water. It causes interruptions in your workflow because you need to get up to use the bathroom every time that you drink water. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I would say getting up, stretching, taking a walk even around your building block or around your floor, it actually helps you to be more productive and to have a greater cognitive performance um, when you have more blood flowing versus when you are stationary and just sitting in one place the entire day. It can actually help your productivity just getting up and stretching and just moving around a little bit. Another thing that I would recommend is to set an alarm to stand and take those walks. Uh, if you don't have a standing desk or set an alarm to raise your standing desk, if you do have one of those at a certain time, just so that you have some movement throughout your day and you're not just stuck in one place, hunched over at your desk, having an alarm set for things like that can really help if you are just super laser focused. I know when I'm at my desk and I'm working, I am very laser focused and I forget everything. I forget to eat. I forget to drink. I forget to stand up even. Uh, So I set a timer on my phone in order to remind me to stand up. And I know that if you have an Apple watch or if you have a Fitbit, it might have those reminders on there. It might vibrate for you to stand up and you need more movement. You need to get more steps in. Also, those trackers are a very great way to hold yourself accountable for things like that and just input gentle reminders during your day. Another thing that I think really helps me mentally is for my desk space to just be tidy and personalized. I know a lot of these office cubicles are the same and... They're not very inviting in my personal opinion. So adding things like some greenery, even some desk crystals, photos of your loved ones, or just like fun, cute desk supplies. Like I've got some cool paper clips that are like, you know, this gold, rose gold tint to them. And then I've got all different colored pens and highlighters. It just kind of helps add more uh, stimulus to my day using different colored pens. And the brain loves stimuli. As for greenery, fun little fact for you guys, adding some greenery like succulents, a study conducted by the University of Michigan revealed that there are many cognitive benefits to interacting with nature whether that means walking at a park, growing plants in your house, or even just looking at photographs of plants. The study showed that memory retention improved as much as 20% after these subjects spent only an hour in nature, and it led to an enhanced work and school performance. 
which is incredible because, I mean, if you think about it, how often are we exposed to nature? A lot of our commutes, our workday, our post-workday, it's all indoors. Unless you have the luxury of walking to work, I know I could bike to work if I wanted. It would be a lengthy bike um, across town, but... For a lot of us, we don't have that luxury of walking to work or biking to work or um, spending an extended amount of time outdoors during our work week. So it's not a bad idea maybe to add some greenery like succulents or little dust plants just so that we're honoring that biological need for nature in our lives um, just dating back to cavemen, paleo times, majority of our lives were spent outside and we were not designed to constantly be indoors, away from nature, away from fresh air, away from sunlight. These things do play a part in our mental health. If you are concerned about things like that, definitely take that walk. Definitely supplement with vitamin D3 to get your daily dose of vitamin D. And I actually just posted about the recommended dose of sunshine, 15 to 20 minutes a day. That could be walking somewhere nearby your office on your lunch break or eating outside for lunch. Um, just finding ways to get just a little bit of nature in can make a world of a difference on your mental health and your physical health as well. And then I want to go back to adding dust crystals. The three crystals that I would recommend are selenite, black tourmaline, and a mist. <laughs> these are some hard ones to say, guys. So if I butcher these, just bear with me. So selenite is known for clearing out negativity, stress, or tension, and kind of just raising the vibration of your space. It's known as the liquid light crystal. Having that at your workplace, not a bad idea. Black tourmaline is also known for protecting you from negative energy. It can also be used to support your energetic boundaries and prevent the energy from other people from entering your space. Super helpful if you are dealing with maybe a negative coworker or just a negative situation in the workplace. Couldn't hurt to pick that one up and just kind of keep it at your desk. And as for amits, it's said to promote logical thinking while also helping pull your mind away from negative thought patterns and tendencies, which I think is super helpful. If you are kind of in a high-stress workplace, it can be really easy to buy into all of that negativity. So having things like that at your desk, photos of your loved ones, crystals, greenery, just really help make the space your own and not feel like you are disconnected from your life while you are at work. It can also serve as a reminder that you also have a life outside of work and you should honor that by trying to minimize your stress while you're at work and outside of work. And I know sometimes work can bleed over if you are working on a really big project, if you have a really big deadline. It's not always so black and white, but do your best to practice a healthy work-life balance. Listen to your body mentally and emotionally because without your health, you're not going to be able to finish that project. You're not going to be able to finish future projects. Your health will only deteriorate the longer and longer you ignore it and put it on the back burner. So make yourself a priority. Utilize your vacation days. So many corporate companies offer 
just amazing vacation plans, unlimited vacation, like ridiculous amounts of paid time off. Um, If you have that, guys, utilize it. Utilize it. Oh my gosh, you are so lucky. I came from a job where I had no benefits, no paid vacation, nothing. And it did start to take a toll on my mental health. Like it's hard to balance those things. So definitely utilize your vacation days. And this is so cliche, but work smarter, not harder. Try adding in some structure to your workday. Carve out blocks of time to help you make things more efficient and less stressful. Sectioning out things like responding to email inquiries, dedicating things around your meeting schedule, scheduling in an actual lunch break so you're not eating at your desk, and then just kind of dividing up your workload throughout the week can just really help you see things more clearly so that you don't feel so overwhelmed if you do have a lot on your plate. Also, I know during the day, you might just have a moment where you're like, I am so overwhelmed right now. I have so much to do. I don't know how I'm going to get it all done. I know I have been there before. And the best thing that I can tell you to do in that moment is just to pause and breathe. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Maybe even close your eyes at your desk, tune everything out, and just breathe. Inhaling, exhaling. This method is called box breathing. So you are inhaling for a certain number of seconds, holding for a certain number of seconds, exhaling, and then holding and repeating it over again. So you kind of make a box with your breath. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold. Along with uh, getting clear on your workouts, maybe pack your gym bag the night before or take your packed gym bag to work and just kind of leave it there for whenever you do decide to go to the gym. You have no excuse. Are you want to go to spin class? Are you want to go to a yoga class? Just to... Be prepared for those things and to make time to prioritize those things. Because like I said, you do have a life outside of work and it can be hard to kind of establish a work-life balance if you are more prone to working all the time. But we're only here for a limited amount of time. We aren't going to be here forever and those experiences that we miss out on because we think that we need to be constantly working. I can't say from firsthand experience, but I think in the end, I would be so, so sad if I chose work over my sister's birthday, if I chose work over going to a therapy appointment, if I chose work over working out every single day. I know that wouldn't bring me inner peace. And I think that's what a lot of us are working towards. If you're here, if you're listening to this episode, I feel like that might be what you're working towards as well. The takeaway point for you guys is just to take care of yourselves, to put yourself first. It's It's not not selfish. selfish. It is ensuring that everything that you do gets done 
with all the love and care that it deserves because you took the time to give yourself love and care first. And I know sometimes it can be really easy to get distracted from what's going on inside of us internally or to put our health, eating nutritious things, workouts and stuff like that on the back burner because there are things in life that take priority over that sometimes. But if you're at a point where you've stepped away from working out for a while, if you're at a point where you've never eaten healthy or you have not eaten healthy in so long, you can't remember where to even start. I just want you to know that you can start over and it will be challenging and it will be frustrating and it will seem like it's so hard to make it part of your routine at first, but you can do it. You really, really can. There are so many people who felt just like you sitting there in this moment right now, overwhelmed with where their mental health is, where their the lack of their mental health is, or the lack of their physical health is, but utilize this resource, utilize this podcast, utilize other credible information and sources in order to set yourself up to focus on your well-being. I promise you just by incorporating one of these things is going to help you create that healthier workday and just feel more alive, more really in tune with yourself. And it's going to make you more productive and more successful in the end, in the long term. Coming up, I know you guys are probably wondering, Cam, you said you're going to put out a podcast every month. I want to know what's going on. If you want to know what's coming up in our next couple of episodes, if you want to know the super secret sponsorship that this podcast is going to announce on the next episode, I am so stoked for this sponsor. You guys, y'all are going to love this There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be goodies. I am so stoked for this. But if you guys want more insight, if you want to know when the next episode is coming out, if you are an avid fan of the show, be sure to follow us on Instagram where I will post as soon as new episodes come out. Um, I will post live on there while I'm recording episodes. And you also still have some time to get in on our monthly newsletter that is going to start going out next month with a recap of every single episode we've had and some sneak peeks on what you can expect from the show moving forward the rest of 2020. You've been listening to the Mindfully Lifted podcast. If you liked this episode, if you found it helpful, I would really appreciate you taking the time to leave a thoughtful review and share a screenshot of your favorite episode that you've listened to so far to your story. Send it to a friend who you think needs to hear it. You can find the show on Instagram at Mindfully Lifted Project, or you can click the link in our bio to join our email list for updates on new episode releases free personal development worksheets, quotes, and more. And if you'd like to follow me on the gram, you can find me on my personal account at Camilla Celeste. 
Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Again, your support means everything to me. Any feedback or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, send any of the accounts I mentioned a DM on Instagram because I'd love to hear how the show has helped you in some way. That's our show, humans. I will catch you guys in episode seven. I'm your host, Camilla Celeste.